Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Luke Cage Season 2, Episode 8. If it ain't rough, it ain't right. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, we got this uh, this episode. It's, it's a full spoiler alert. It turns out that Luke has not yet taken the job. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of waffling on it. He'll keep her but safe then again, until all this is over, he says. Then again, Mariah is also doing the same sort of thing where she's like, I want to hire you. No, I changed my mind. You have to protect me. I, I want you here. Like, yeah. she's all over the damn place. Man, and uh, this weird love story between Mariah and Shades... It looks like I he, clearly he was, don't understand it. I think Shades is a sociopath. <laughs> um, not in the bad way, but just uh, I think he, I think he was just raised in a um, in, in an insane environment where he he's, has to be ready to kill or be killed, and anyone that like breaks this code of the of the street he feels like has to go even through someone he loves. And, and for a second he thought Mariah was weak. You know, he, he's uh, he's all about survival of the fittest. Um, and like this, uh, he, he thought Mariah was being so weak and he, he knew she'd been with the cops. Like he thought she might've betrayed him as well. You know? Yeah. He thought he lost her. <clears throat> yeah. And so he was prepared uh, especially since, uh, you know, as far as he understood, she had fi- she had told the lawyer not to protect him. So he thought he yeah. had been betrayed and was ready to kill her. Had that gun in his back pocket, ready to go. And instead, he finds that they both they they basically uh, resolve the issue. Um, this could have been disastrous, of course. Oh yeah, no, it could have been terrible for everybody. Yeah, except for Luke. It wouldn't have been terrible for Luke. Or, like, really anyone else. <laughs> like, Everybody involved. would have been good for the world of these two and, like, <laughs> had it out and killed each other. But uh, it looks like they are, they're going to resolve their differences. Damn it. <laughs> Can't they just duke it out? Yeah. So, in the aftermath of Ridnour getting offed, uh, crossed off, rather. Yeah. Right. Crossed off. Yep. <clears throat> Along with Comanche, at the, in, you know, at the same time, Misty Knight is in charge because apparently the paperwork hadn't been filed, and the right people were on vacation at the time and didn't know <laughs> that she had quit. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel like that is probably realistic, but um, also kind of kind of weird. Weird. Um, it's convenient. Yeah, convenient. You'd think um, that that other cop that she seems like sort of has a rivalry relationship with would have called the brass and been like, you can't leave her in charge. She quit. (laughs) Well, I think it's that while they do have a rivalry, she has an understanding that Misty Knight is one of the best cops ever. Yeah, maybe, but I, I, I can't, may, yeah, who know who knows who's next in line after Misty? Uh, maybe she just chose the better of the two, you know? 
The one that she was the most comfortable. <laughs> Do you really want Bailey in charge? Right. <laughs> Luke's waffling. Mariah's waffling. Mariah's out of money. Lost her lawyer. The, mm-hmm. the lawyer's waffling. Oh, and the lawyer showed up uh, <laughs> at the uh, back at the office with Bushmaster. I laughed pretty hard at that. Which was really funny. He's like, it's like he's the lawyer for the money that they're passing around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It really is. They stole the money and the club and, and the lawyer. The lawyer and just the goes lawyer. well, that is. Um, <laughs> I represent Harlem's paradise. <laughs> Bushmaster achieved his goals. Right. He got the club. He got all her money. She is in ruins. But he's still just like, I want her dead. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting juxtaposition, and, and more than I want her dead, I want to keep taking this substance that's obviously harming me. Yeah. So he has this real, real weird addictive relationship with this substance. Well, um, he feels like he has to beat Luke Cage. And it was also a strange scene when they juxtaposed Luke sitting in church, hearing a sermon. It was almost like they're, pre- they're both preparing for this showdown, you know? Um, and <laughs> one is... One is uh, listening to a pastor speak and trying to be inspired, and one is taking a substance that's harming him. <laughs> like, that you is, need Jesus, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a. It, it was. It seemed like one of those moments. Um, yep. And 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 also it also had those. The other side had sort of these like pagan sort of um, imagery with him with with all the candles around. It was some sort of ceremony. So it's not just the substance, but it was like it was like they were both worshiping at a certain altar. Um, yeah, it could have been. I could have been. Just couldn't couldn't help but notice the juxtaposition. <laughs> um, I don't really know what they're trying to say uh, with that exactly, but it definitely seemed like something they were they were trying to drive something home. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say paganism's bad? Um, Saying the old gods are wrong? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. But, but I would I would probably say that just like. Um, I don't know. If I had to guess at what they're saying, I'm really kind of spitballing. But it seems like they're both uh, seeking something, and one is finding it in an unhealthy place, and the other is finding it in a healthy place. Uh, whether that's you know, whether whether they think that the the religion of Luke is correct or whatever, the writers um, is seeking it in like growing and learning and 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 some sort of uh, morality is probably better than seeking it in a substance. Um, Maybe, but, but but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Bible doesn't come for me the way this bottle does, right? Glug glug glug. Yeah, so you know, probably probably trying to say something there. Um, of course, we <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen how it ends up, so we'll see what happens um, when they meet. Yeah, I, I just feel like Bushmaster is self destructive. Um, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever the substance is, is har- is harming him. He hurt his hand hitting a desk, and like Misty could have destroyed that desk. Like Bushmaster <laughs> was a big threat, but now it seems like he's gone overboard and he's going downhill. So I don't, I don't know. It's kind of strange because right now, basically, the only reason it's it seems okay that Luke is working with Mariah and helping Mariah is because there's a greater threat. But is he a greater threat, or is he just going to self destruct anyway? Um, I don't know. I think I mean, Shades is the greatest threat on the show. <clears throat> yeah, he is. Um, um, interesting. 
the the thing with uh, his hand, though, it looked like that started after he broke that chair in half. Because okay. like, the guy comes in, he's like, uh, she escaped the fire. And it was Luke Cage, and he just, just rips the chair in half. He's like, get out of here! Yeah. And then his hand seemed to hurt. But like his that was his uncle that I was calling his daddy. Um, his dad's dead, obviously, after this story. Right. But his uncle had told him, like, the nightshade hurts you like the more you take yeah the more you take the more it hurts and so we're starting to see that and i think i think he's just gonna spiral and it's not gonna be much for luke to beat him with just like pushing him over the edge like yeah no keep taking it keep taking it keep going yeah just i wish we knew more about the nightshade and what it was actually doing also i totally made this call in like the second episode that uh the girl who See, uh, Mariah's daughter Tilda is uh, is going to come up with some sort of compound to counteract. Oh yeah, Bushmaster's yeah. thing. Good call. I, call. I called that as soon as she was introduced. I was like, sure, she's Mariah's daughter, but she seems friendly with Luke. She's flirty with Luke, and she has the knowledge of this stuff. She's totally going to be like the anti-Bushmaster pill. Um, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get some sort of dust to blow in his face. She's our Fitzsimmons. Yeah, <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> um, oh, in this episode, there was one of the best lines delivered that I like audibly cackled at. <laughs> What's that? It was where <laughs> when Luke comes through the the doors in the back of the church, like when it's you know the hallway or whatever, and his dad's beating the crap out of that one guy, and he's like, "Dad, Dad, calm down, it's over." And he's like, "He shot at you." He's like, "Bullets bounce off, man. It's whatever." And he's like. I don't care. Keep shooting my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was sweet. <laughs> it was so sweet, but I, I just died. Keep shooting my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way he treat the way he in, infantilizes Luke is really weird to me. Yeah, uh, gonna take that bass out your voice, boy. You think you're grown or something? Yeah, like yes, I'm grown. Yes, I'm a fully grown I'm man, an adult man who's like. Had a wife that died and like went to prison and like it just so many things this man's been through and and he's acting like he's a kid and I get it and I get the the kind of joke there you know not even the like, joke but just that like your parents are always going to view you kind of that way yeah uh, but Dad I have saved this city a couple of times now like I think it's time for me to get my own damn pants yeah. He's, uh, you know, he brought him into this world. He can take him out. Um, <laughs> I don't care how bulletproof you are. I will break my foot off in your ass. I'd like to see you try. I just, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I love their relationship. I kind of, uh, I don't. <laughs> Reminds me too much of my actual father. Um <laughs> So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my 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 parent. Yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. This is this is not uh, my. So I'm I'm musician. I travel for a living. Practically, I go around on tour all over the place. Um, a couple years ago, my family went on a cruise, and it was three cars going down to the cruise. And you know, it's the the, the day of GPS. Like I know how to get there. Um, and the other two cars were driven by my uncle and my father. And they were like, you have to drive between us. 
like you can't go ahead or behind us. We have to keep an eye on you on the road because you're the child. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I've probably done more driving than you guys in in my lifetime already. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't, you don't, I'm not. Like I'll meet you there. It's fine. <laughs> like well, we can all leave separately. We can all be- meet there. I know how to get there. <laughs> it's totally fine. It was really strange. So, <laughs> parents treating kids like children or adults like children. I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I see. I see. So you're having a rough time with uh, with Luke and his dad. I just, I just, I just think his dad's a dick. <laughs> oh, he is. He is. But he's. It's funny. He's an enjoyable one at this it's point. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mariah treats her daughter kind of like a child still. But, like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's It feels different with her. Like, I still don't trust Mariah. I keep right. thinking she's, you know, trying to use her, her daughter in some way. Mm-hmm. And she keeps saying, like, no, I do care for you. I'm like, no, you don't. Don't you... Don't lie to her. Well, the whole reason she went into the thing to begin with and, and tried to um the whole reason she went in and tried to befriend her again or whatever like get her back in her life was for political reasons so we know like yeah she's just been using her daughter from the beginning yeah yeah so like how'd that work out for you mariah how's that going yeah using your daughter not listening to shades um all these things have been very bad for her mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. I think we're ready for the next one. Me too. Me too. Uh, guys, right now, if you are interested in the rest of these episodes sooner, over on Patreon, we have the entire Luke Cage Season 2 is already up and live for our patrons. So if you're interested, go become a patron. It's a great time. Uh, Patreon.com slash MCUcast. Um, and uh, otherwise, we'll be back with you tomorrow with the next episode of Luke Cage. Um, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or mcucast at gmail.com. Call us at 573-CAST-MCU and leave us a voicemail if you want to comment also. Uh, but uh, yeah, and patreon.com slash mcucast where you can support the show and get the early and ad-free access to all the shows. So check them out. Peace. Until next time, true believers.